We the mafia. 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 Alrighty, Bills Mafia, welcome to another episode of the Mafia Cast. How's everybody doing today? Good. That's you guys. Nice. Go ahead. Jason, how are you? <laughs> I was letting Mike go first. Come on, Mike. This isn't our first rodeo. I don't know why. You know, it's your gig though. I'm the I'm the behind the scenes guy. <laughs> Today's been a whirlwind of a day, but it's good. It's, it's good to crazy. finally be back on the show. It's been yeah, it, it's, it feels it's like it's been nice a while. That's no, what I was thinking too. It feels like it's been a long time since yeah. our last show. Well, we are a day later, so that might explain. We are a day later, yes, yeah. yes. And I, I, I think we forgot to mention that on last week's uh, show, but we are going on Wednesday nights. Um, my my son plays basketball and he has games on Tuesday nights, so you know, family first around here. So, right, um, another victory week though, guys. And another it was victory. Very sweet. It was very nice. It was very, a little slow. Uh, it started it slow. It was slow. But kind of expected the weather. I mean, yeah. and the defenses. Yeah. I mean, the Jets' yeah. defense is real. It's a yes. it's a good it it's is. a good defense. I mean, I don't think we expect it to be as good as it is because of how young they are. But they're personally, I mean, just my preseason expectations, they're way over it's way overperforming the defense as a whole. And I mean, Josh threw for what 146 yards, 166 yards, whatever it was, um, both games. I mean, he was he was barely over 200 in the first game against the Jets. They 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 lock him down, yeah. and it's not just him. They've allowed one 300 yard passer all year. So yeah, it's not a Bills well, thing; it's a Jets thing. Well, yeah. and, well, I think it's a little bit of both. I do think the Bills' offense is struggling a bit. I think they are agreed. It's almost like they're still trying to find their identity which unfortunately is killing my fantasy football teams because I've got Allen and Diggs on a few of them. And they're just not connecting like they were. <laughs> but uh, I, I, so the we're game. We're ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, that might be true. We've done that the last two years. We, I mean, we kind of hit a stride. We, we stack some wins to close out the season. Then we get in the playoffs and we just roll yeah. uh, until we meet the Chiefs. So well, even against the Chiefs last year, we were rolling, but you know, coin toss, whatever. We're not going to go back to that. I, I put this out on Twitter the other day. Um, Joe Miller, the Overreaction Podcast, he put out there, you know, how are you feeling, Bills Mafia, after that win? And my comment was, uh, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be a thorn in the AFC East for a long time. Um, and to expound upon that, I think the Jets are the better team. Uh, than the Dolphins, and I think long term, the Jets are going to be an issue. Yeah, who's going to get the quarterback first? I know Dolphins fans are going to hate me for saying that, but who's <laughs> going to get who's going to get the real difference making quarterback first? I mean, the Dolphins defense needs a little bit more help than I would say yeah. the Jets offense does. Those are the two teams' weaknesses, but I mean, if you give either of those teams Josh Allen. You know, or Patrick Mahomes, yeah. or but or even it, a, me, a Kirk Cousins or an Eric, like you know, someone like that, someone who's experienced and is a true. He Kirk Cousins can make almost all the throws. That that would just the, don't the let Jets prime time. <laughs> yeah, we might find Lattari if they could just protect him. I oh god, he's <laughs> like alive. But, he's like, but was that? I think that was that the Bills pass rush though getting oh, after yeah, him. I don't uh, because. I don't. I, don't think it's I didn't guys. look at the numbers or anything, but I don't think the Jets necessarily had problems protecting their quarterbacks this year. But oh my goodness! Did, I mean, if anybody's worried about Von Miller being good, gone, I, their worries have got to be mute now. I mean, that defensive line looked as good as this looked all year. Absolutely true. Are you kidding me? True. I mean, at Oliver, um, and at, we were worried about uh, Jordan Phillips being gone. Daquan Jones. We Bills Mafia seems to kind of forget about Daquan Jones. He kind of yeah. lays low a little bit. He's a he's a quiet player. Um, but he he plays really well. He's not known as a pass rusher, but this year, I mean, he's gotten to the quarterback to pressure him and uh, get him to leave the pocket a lot, a lot more than I expected him to when he played like when he did in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. well, it's funny he, you say that because like I feel like I've been hearing his name more. Yeah, during during the games yeah. on the broadcast. 
anywhere. Yeah. I I agree. You know, I, I thought last week when the news came out about Von Miller, my first thought was like, okay, maybe this is actually one of those situations that, yes, I know it's a loss on the defense, but from a, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but from a, just a, a position of, okay, it's on us now. Let's take this and, and use it to motivate and to push, you know, almost like a let's let's do it for Von Miller type situation mm-hmm. and the defense rising up. And I, I know it's the Jets. I know it was Mike White. Um, and I don't know if White is the future there or not. <laughs> but still, that defense, man, Ooh. like Matt Milano almost split him in two. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Twice. Twice. <laughs> that was he tried crazy. he wow. attempted murder on live television and got zero charges. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think I've this. ever hit a seen a hit like that that was not flagged. It was Ooh. textbook. Absolutely perfect. And he didn't oh, even man. land on him. That was the best part. There was I not started, a single I started, thing. I started feeling really bad for him. My wings of the week almost went to Mike <laughs> White for being able to survive and finish the game. <laughs> there was no quit in that guy. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, you gotta that, give it to him. He's got the dog in him, like they say about Josh Allen, you know. I mean, Mike White, I mean, he's taking this opportunity. He's not giving it up. You know, he's you're going to have to drag him off the fe- his he, dead corpse off the field. He reminds me a little bit of Taylor Heineke, kind of the same thing. Yes. The, the talent, while well, obviously he's an NFL quarterback, so there's some talent there, but isn't, at, you know, above average or anything like that in this league, but just their heart and the determination uh, is almost enough. And, and but with – both of these guys, yeah, Heineke too, I know he's kind of going off topic a little bit, but if these two guys, if the team's committed to them and say you're the guy going forward and build around them and give them a full season of the starter reps in practice, a full offseason, OTAs, all of that, I'm, maybe they could be the guy for those teams. I don't think they're, you know, I wouldn't put them in the elite category or anything like that, but if you give them some – talent around them, which clearly the Jets haven't. And even Washington, they haven't – I think they've lost, what, one game since Heineke took over? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're in the playoff hunt now. In fact, they're in the playoffs as of right now, I believe. Um, so, yeah, they're the seventh and seed. Yeah, and that's what I love about Josh Allen is he instills all of those traits but has the physical tools too. That's what makes him, in my opinion, the best in the league. I I'm agree. Sorry, I mean, fans. he's right up there. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, you could definitely make an argument either way. The only reason why I put Allen in front of Mahomes, honestly, is because of uh, the ability to, to to pick up the yards on the ground. Mahomes can do it too, but he doesn't. He He's more of a running around, and sometimes that leads to turnovers. Obviously, Josh does that sometimes too, as we saw. Josh will try to stretch. run you over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, I don't think I've ever seen Mahomes jump over anybody. Maybe he has. I haven't seen it, but. Not that I recall. I have a friend of mine, a couple of neighbors who are big Chiefs fans, so I'm I'm trying to be nice and not lay it on too thick as far as the Allen is the better quarterback. <laughs> I caught a little bit of heat last time I, I made a comment about it, and uh, yeah. It's a fun but debate. No, it can be friendly. It is. Hey, man, it is. that's – a debate, and you can debate either way. You really it, can. I, I'm, that's why I don't have that debate, because nobody is wrong. Nobody is going to convince the other that they're wrong, because they're not. You know, it's about – really about personal preference. How do you view football? How do you view offense? What are you looking for out of players? What Um, team do you like? What's your bias? (laughs) Yeah. What team do you like? What's your bias? You know? Um, I mean, if we were Chiefs fans, we'd probably be like, Oh, who's this Allen guy? He ain't nothing. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I mean, I bet you Patriots fans like are on Josh Allen's side. Yeah, probably. I I guarantee it. But and I think quarterback. when it comes to the debate of Allen versus Mahomes, I'm totally fine with either one. When it comes to people trying to say Tua is an elite yeah. quarterback and an MVP and better than Allen, that's ridiculous. And I draw the line there. It's like you, you can't make that comparison. There's just no way. Yeah, you can throw all the stats out there you want, but we've all seen the schedule the Dolphins have played. What was it, five straight weeks of sub-500 teams? Buffalo has played. I don't know the exact. The, it's a top five schedule defense. It's the it's hardest schedule in the yeah. AFC and the second in the NFL. In the last two games, Secondly. I think it was uh, QBR is pretty low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, started two for seventeen, man. Yeah. I thought, and he, yeah. he was supposed to be accurate. I thought. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm sure he is. And maybe this is – I don't think he's as bad as he's played the last two weeks. No. I do think he's somewhere in between what we've seen uh, in previous weeks and what we're seeing now. I think he's somewhere in between. Um, is the Dolphins – and kind of going back to the Jets and the Dolphins thing going forward. Um, with the Dol- with both of these teams and the Dolphins too, if the Dolphins can improve their defense, I think they become more of a major player. But I think Sala is the better coach with the Jets. That defense is night and day better than the Dolphins. Uh, and for me, that's what kind of separates them. Now, going forward, I mean, who knows what the Dolphins might do. Um, I believe they don't have any first-round picks, if I'm correct. No, they got those the taken next, away. Yeah, for the next couple years, isn't it? Oh, yeah, they traded them and got them taken away. Thank you, Tom Brady. Yeah. That so says they're going away present to Buffalo. They, they basically pulled the Rams and that F them picks, except yep. I don't think it's going to work out for the Dolphins the way it did for the Rams last season. No. And everybody kind of what? Half expected Buffalo to do the same thing the second they signed Von Miller. You know, they're like, okay, they're like, what's the next big piece they're going to try to acquire? You know, they're, everybody, everybody's giving up first round picks for these new pieces around the league. What were the Bills going to do? <laughs> yeah. Brandon Bean's like, nope, uh, we're good. Like, I, I trust this. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's why I love Bean. He he builds for now, but he's also looking ahead at the future. He he wants to win Super Bowls, but he doesn't want to just win one Super Bowl. He wants yeah. to win three or four over the next six, seven years. He wants yeah. to continue Patriots. that. He wants to be the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? And that, like, that's right. what makes me think, like, you know, signing guys like uh, like they're talking about Beasley. I know we're going to get in that later, but he – uh. I feel like he's sort of going to play a Von Miller role, you know, get these newer guys, younger guys up to speed, you know, and try to help them out that in that sort of way, you know, as well as, you know, being on the field too. That's what I was yeah, hoping he was he was doing with McKenzie. I thought preparing that preparing for the future more. Even I, I see it for more further than this. I doubt he's just going to, you know, come back <laughs> and then retire again. You retire yeah. again after this season. I, that true. is an interesting I mean, point, which right. we don't know if he's going to, if this is a long term thing. Him and John Brown both is just like a, not even yes. a one year rental. Is this a what, yeah. two month rental? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're here. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> we're here. We're going to go ahead and skip over. Yeah. I Since it came up, um, th- this is going to be more about just who scores the first, first touchdown, but this is also like, bringing these two guys in into the fold, what does that mean going forward? Here's my take on it really quick, and then I'll let you guys talk about it. Um, I don't necessarily know or think it's a case of trying to get more talent or better at the position. I think these guys do make the position, the wide receiver room a little bit better. But ultimately, I think it's about bringing in guys who Josh Allen trusts. He knows these guys. He trusts them to be where they're going to be. And I and I and I feel like that might be the issue with Shakir. He's still learning, and he's still not quite there yet, where he knows every nuance of this offense and where he's supposed to be on any given play. Um, and I think that's part of the issue with him. That's just me speculating. I'm not a tape guy. I don't sit here and watch film all day long. Um, I ain't got time for that. But that's just my opinion on it because we've seen him make plays, and then he's just non-existent. Like. I, you know, and I don't know why, other than he's a rookie and he's still learning. But John Brown, Cole Beasley, they know this game. Are there more talented players on this team and in the league? Absolutely. But they know how to read defenses. They know how to leverage zone coverage and, and get in that spacing, especially Beasley. And that, I think, is going to be huge going forward. Mike, go ahead. Well, I I, uh, I, I know you put up the poll, and a lot, and a lot of people um, were saying Cole Beasley, right? Or yeah. What was the percentage at? I forget. It was, well, last I, I looked, it was seventy-six percent Cole Beasley. Yeah, but I like to throw a wrench in. And I like to argue. <laughs> so I said John Brown. Um, uh, but the reason being, I I don't know. I don't know. It, it would be kind of crazy to see Cole Beasley just show back up and score. <laughs> I mean, do I think it's impossible? No, but. Well, I mean, I mean, to that point, I mean, to that point, I mean, though, you pick saw, up where they left off, and John Brown point, yeah, last week, yeah, John Brown Brown was very close to score a touchdown. Uh, he would have had a touchdown if he'd held on to that thing. My right. God, so, that was one. I don't, I that was a right throw. There. So, but yeah. then again, you know, does Cole uh, just going to take his spot or or what? 
So yeah, seventy six percent said Cole uh, Obviously, been an issue. I think you're talking about you were talking about the offense too, uh, struggling, um, and that's something definitely going on. Maybe I think they brought Cole in to do exactly what he did before was to get six yards every time he catches the football to get Josh Allen, his check down guy. I, he's starting to look for James Cook, and James Cook is learning to stay in Josh's eye vision by bouncing around the line. But Cole Beasley, he just knew. I mean, when a play broke down, he knew when to sink back behind his zone and sit there, and Josh could see him yeah. down you know, <laughs> 11 yards downfield when we needed nine. Um, but he, he just, he was a, just the, that security blanket. It just seems like Josh hasn't had this year. They're, they're trying to do it with the running backs, but it just seems like he doesn't trust them a hundred percent anyway. Um, obviously Naheem yeah. Hines, we're all curious about that, but we're not Ken Dorsey. Well, we did see him out in the slot and running a little bit more, um, gadget plays last week. So hopefully that's coming, and the team just needs to learn to gel yeah. with those again. I think they're just working them in slowly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, again, if we just traded a fifth-round pick in Zach Moss for a hell of a kick and punt return, then I'm still fine with it. That's okay. Still, like I said, I'm totally okay. I, we like, still have with James Hines, when he, or when he, he catches that. if we needed him. He just, yeah. yeah. Um, when he catches that, it feels like he there's a chance every time he returns a kick now. Oh, Which, dude, you know, it's like, yeah, like I said before, we didn't have that. No, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie, I mean, he, he, he could get us, he got us to the 35, 40 yard line a decent amount of times, yeah. but you always thought that like, you knew right around there, he's running out of gas, you know, or he's going like, to fumble or he's going to fumble. Not that he necessarily has a penchant for fumbling. Just, I don't know what it is. I just. This year, I have not trusted McKenzie. I liked him in the previous years. I think he fits perfectly in a gadget role, those jet sweeps and stuff like that. I just I don't see him as a full time guy. Um, uh, and then you have Crowder too. Crowder, so kind of going back to what you said a while ago, Casey, about Allen not trusting these guys. He doesn't know Crowder and hasn't gotten much time with him because of the injury. Nope. He obviously doesn't know Cook, other than you know the time that they spent this year, but. Again, Cook is still learning because he's a rookie. Same thing with Shakir. He's still learning. Um, McKenzie, how many drop passes does he have this season? I don't know. He's And I know he's fumbled at least once or twice. Those kind of things start to lead a quarterback like Allen to like, oh, I don't know if I can trust you. It's different when somebody like Diggs drops a ball because we've seen it happen this year. Oh, yeah. But you know 99% of the time you're going to go back to him and he's going to, you know, he's going to make the play. I don't know that that trust is there with these other guys right now, especially, you know, the rookies, the issues that McKenzie has had with drop passes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Crowder. Um, I do know he's practicing again. So that would maybe be- they go four wide. <laughs> Shock everybody with some K-gun style offense in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, there's certain situations that might be useful. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. you know. I mean, it's – I don't think Ken Dorsey has opened up the playbook as much as he really wants to or expects to. And I think it's because because of everything. I think it's just been a perfect storm, a first-year OC, a first-year quarterback coach, a, a, a new rookie running back, um, Gabe Davis stepping, in, uh, stepping into the full number, time, number two role, Isaiah McKenzie coming into the slot, a, wide, a rookie wide receiver um, behind all three of those guys who we all expected to be the next man up behind them, but hasn't been, which is why we can't went out and signed um, Cole Beasley and John Brown. But I think just everything this season hasn't allowed Dorsey to do that yet. And I think he's, and part of it's on him being hesitant too, because he's like, all right, once it comes playoffs, like let's open this sucker up and do this, you know, that's that's really (laughs) good. I'd like to see. In case that's a really, that's a really good point. You know, all the new pieces coming into this season. And I think a lot of Bills fans, myself included, uh, expected like historical numbers from this offense because of the, because of the new pieces, but you're right. They're new. They're new to this offense. Dorsey is new to that role. He's essentially a rookie. He has to learn the role just like, you know, Shakir has to learn the slot position. Uh, so I think, I, I think our expectations for this offense were too high initially. Absolutely. Um, and, and now they're trying to kind of, 
tone it down a little bit with the passing game and, and having Josh throw it so much, even though, again, my fantasy teams would appreciate if he would go back to that. But uh, <laughs> you're, preaching to, you're preaching to the choir, bud. Trust me. I got Oh, man, too. I got uh, – yeah, one of my leagues, it's our um, – uh, I've got so I won the championship last year. That's what this trophy back here is for. Nice. But uh, I had Cooper Cup. He got injured. Yeah, I know. And then with Allen, not and Dig or not Diggs, but I Davis. I've got Davis. Second play of the game. Kyler. Who? Oh, Kyler Murray. I, he uh, needed twenty six points this week, and Kyler got her second I point. I had Kyler and Connor, and Connor got me like. 24-25, and Kyler yeah. Murray didn't even get me a point. I'm watching the uh, game, and I was like, no! <laughs> that sucks. That oh, sucks. I really could have used that win, uh, but I got in the playoffs on the coin flip. True. <laughs> they, hey, what's all that matters? You get in, you know, who knows what happens yep. from there, right? right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so John Brown, Cole Beasley. We know Brown almost scored a touchdown last week, right? Um, probably should have held on to that ball. The pass was right there. So who scores the first touchdown between these two? Uh, I'll go first, and it's Cole Beasley. And it's because he's going to find, like I said earlier, he's going to find that gap behind the zone on a broken play, and Josh is just going to throw a bullet in there. And I'm not saying I'm not saying it's going to be this weekend, but I'm at some point I think just between the two, because it's John Brown's the long deep ball guy, that those don't happen nearly as often as, you know, a five-yard quick pass to the end zone, which, I'm, I mean, obviously for the Bills, it hasn't happened very often this year either but because our our red zone offense has been atrocious. But I well, think – until lately. The last few weeks. Yes, until good. lately. But I think – I think that – Three or four games where we lost back-to-back games really affected us st- statistically. Yeah. I, I think the team is like even our defense. I think last time I saw it was number ten. This defense is so much better than number ten. Absolutely. But that few weeks there where we didn't have Milano, we didn't have Edmonds, we didn't have Poyer, or we had one and not the other. That few weeks really like skewed the numbers. But sorry, I interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just I just think the more likely scenario is to get into the red zone and Beasley finding a gap and Allen being like, "Yep, there it is, old faithful." That's yeah, I agree I see that. wholeheartedly. Same reasons too. Go for it, Mike. What you're saying, Brown? I just want to say Brown because you know because I want to be different and I'm uh, I'm a risk taker, <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet a pie to the face on it or anything like that. <laughs> oh come on, that's what was you. Next. You literally just said you're a risk taker, and then you're saying I'm not gonna take a pie to the face. <laughs> He's, a chicken, so, He's I, a chicken too. He's a chicken too. But just for the sake of being right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see John Brown do it. Like he, like I said earlier, he he was right there. He's so close. I don't know. He's the most relevant. Not not in the, the headlines because Beasley uh, just showed up. But yeah. on the field, I don't know. It, it was close, and I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm just banking on. I don't know if Beasley's just going to come and pick up where they left off. I'd love to see it, but I don't know. Well, Alan already did say he commented. He commented today that he the chemistry is already like coming back. Yeah, he he said that I mean, during the press conference books. today. Yeah. Okay. No. So that's something I want to disagree with. I bet you he doesn't know the whole playbook anymore because well, it's a new a it's a new OC. There's going to be new language to learn. Oh, true. Yeah. You know, there mm, it's. I I don't think there's much like change in the language. I bet you there's a decent amount of change. I have no doubt that there's some change, but I, I, I wouldn't think that they would change that much of it. I don't Particularly know. the language. We have to call Josh. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me um, know if he picks up. Because so he's not me, responding to my calls. <laughs> let me throw this monkey wrench in that question real quick, and then we'll move on. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Naheem Hines. Who scores a touchdown first? I want to stick with Beasley. Now you say that, I want to change it. <laughs> to Beasley. I would say <laughs> it, that? I would say out of the three, it's Naheem Hines. Yeah? Yep. On a return. I, See, that, I, Naheem Hines isn't like a power back or something you're going to use down close to the goal line, though. No, but I think he's going to – I think he's going to catch a pass pretty soon and he's going to break one. 
Here, they've, here's they're starting. Okay, I'll throw this out there. And I'm no bets or anything like that. But here's Damn. my hot take for the rest of the season. Four games left. Each one of those guys will get a touchdown before the season's over. You think so? I'm. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm, you better that. get on Bet US and put that parlay in right now. <laughs> Speaking of Bet US, great intro there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if that's your thing, you can jump over to my Twitter on the bio. Hit that link on there and get started with BetUS. Take advantage of those uh, uh, sign-up bonuses that you can get in there and um, make a little extra cash if you're good at it. I'm not very good at betting. Um, however, I did have a little bit of a debate last week. Um, it was the uh, Vikings and Lions game, and I put that out there for the BetUS. Um, I bet on that one, the odds. And I said, my money is on the Lions. And somebody's like, are you sure about that? Uh, and they, their comment was, this is not a prime time game for Kirk Cousins. I'm like, oh, good point. <laughs> but I stuck with my gut, and the Lions pulled it out. <laughs> and I, Vegas knows oh, something we don't because they were favored I, by two and a half going into that game. I placed a bet on Murray, too, right before that game started. <laughs> two touchdowns first half, two touchdowns second half. Nope, that didn't happen either. Did, did you do it through here. BetUS? Did you do that bet through BetUS? I did not. <laughs> okay, well that's your problem. But I you caused the injury to Murray. This is I, this I, I, is I all up, your fault, Mike. I, I deserve it, right. <laughs> I I use up I use up the money on each app and then switch to the next one. So that's the next one in line. As soon as I blow this. One. <laughs> <laughs> but I do hey, have my username. Eventually, and passion, so we're we're right eventually there. you'll hit big, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, um, I used your link to Joe, sign up though. I appreciate out of your that. Twitter, out of your Twitter bio. So Beasley will score first. So in agreement, the playbook can change, but many of those short passes from Allen where street plays go seven yards curl left. Uh, that's a good point. And again, like I think Casey, you mentioned that as well. Those broken plays, Beasley knows where to go. He knows where to get to on the field and wait for that bullet. Um, but I, you know, I'll go on record and say kind of a hot take that all three of those guys will score a touchdown before the regular season is over. I would love it. All right. That would make, that would make me so happy. So happy. it would be cool, but I just one last thing. I don't like John Brown wearing number sixteen. It's kind of <laughs> now. Speaking of which, so that was the other thing too with this Beasley signing that I do like is we heard about this with Von Miller bringing him in would help the younger guys on the defensive line, right? Teach them and and uh, you know some of the aspects of the game that that Von understands and knows that these guys may not. Beasley can do the same thing for Shakir, specifically Shakir. Absolutely. Um, so I think from the, in that aspect, it's going to be a really good thing as well. And I, I don't know. Um, I haven't seen any deals as far as a contract that they signed, either one of those guys, too, Brown or uh, Beasley. So I don't know, again, if these are they going must into be next minimums. season. Yeah, I imagine so. I did also see that Bean did say that signing Beasley does not necessarily mean – that the OBJ thing is done as well. So anybody more to come on that, that still. <laughs> anybody that thinks that, that it was is nuts. Like, oh, yeah, because you know you sign these guys to, to to beans. It's not like it yeah, you know, shattered yeah. anything as far as the, the salary They're count. making like a 580K a week or whatever it is a for year. the rest of the year. Oh, I would think that's prorated. For the number of yep. games left, maybe probably. I, I don't know. I don't know how contracts work. All I know is weekly. I if think. I can make the minimum in the NFL, sign me up, coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it breaks Absolutely. the salary down and get Absolutely. it weekly. Right? Absolutely, it is. It is definitely Wait. more than what I get paid now. Uh, <laughs> so should we talk about who's getting wings? Yeah, let's do it. I was yeah, just about to not? say. It. About let's, let's move on to that. So. Yeah. Wings of the week. We put it out there on Twitter. A little little shadow, uh, for for forecast and whatever you want to say. What is it called? Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> uh, there you go. Um, and I was curious if anybody would respond and guess, but nobody guessed the name. But uh, I did. I, I'm going to throw. Wait, a, I didn't say it though. Well, I mean, you're part of the discussions all week long on who's going to be, so you don't count. Oh, Mike's a big old cheater. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the, you know. Activity the, jive, the jive going. <laughs> All right. Oh, we need a drum roll, but we don't have a drum roll. 
If only we had a producer. I can pat my belly. Yeah. (laughs) If we had a producer that could download some sounds or something, that'd be great. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But there it is, Mr. Gregory Rousseau. All right. Our wings. Kind of going back to what we were talking about with the defensive line. Casey, talk talk about why you, you picked this guy. He did exactly what the Bills needed him to do. Von Miller goes down. Who needs to step up? The draft, the number one, the first round draft pick from last year. The guy that has all the talent and size in the world. And last year was his second, his actual second year playing defensive end in his entire life. And now he's getting, he's second on the team in sacks. Um, with seven, he had two sacks last week, a forced fumble, two tackles for loss. And we saw how he had the batted ball right after one of the sacks as well that uh, at killed a drive. I mean, he's yeah. he's getting in quarterbacks' faces. He's been there all year. His numbers may not be Micah Parsons eye-popping the way they are. Sorry, and Uncle Joe, that one's for you. Um, <laughs> but he he's, he's stepping up and doing exactly what the team needs him to do. And an honorary mentioned Wings of the Week, this was almost our first co-wings, was Matt Milano. I mean, the that guy has just flown all over the field all season and just taken people out left and right. Yeah. I mean, he's hitting people hard. He's causing fumbles, coming up with fumbles. He's getting interceptions, tip passes. He's doing everything that you could ask for in a linebacker. If he's not yeah. a pro bowler or an all pro this year, then I say Bill's Mafia. We riot. I was like, because that would be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, He should be. I would imagine he'll be a pro bowler. Um, But then again, I mean, who knows? Josh Allen should have been a pro bowler last year, and and I get that he was, but he was an alternate, and um, which is just ridiculous. Mac Jones was in the Pro Bowl, for crying out loud. To me, the Pro Bowl is – pardon my French, but shit. It means nothing. Well, thank Uh, God they got rid of it. I love the fans. Uh, I love the fans being involved in the NFL, but the Pro Bowl vote should not include the fans. It ruins yeah. it. Absolutely. Stick to the coaches and players, the people who actually know what's going on in the field and what to look for. And I'm not saying that there's fans out there that don't, but the majority of them don't. I mean, let's be honest. There's only a few people out there that can really dissect a play that's not a coach or a player, right? You, you have to have that experience in the game. Or you have to be somebody like like Cosell, who that's what he does for a living is breakdowns breakdowns film. There's so many people. Tremaine Edmonds is a great example. Like there's so many people that are like, oh, he's a terrible middle linebacker. We need to get rid of him. You just you don't understand how he's being used. You don't understand his role in the defense. And I feel like those two weeks that he was out, we saw how important he was to this defense. Like there both of those games, single, we gave up well over 300 yards. Yeah, there was Here's a single right tweet. Popularity contest about Tremaine Edmonds being uh, and how bad he was when he was out. Nobody yeah. was praising Terrell Dodson and uh, Terrell <laughs> Bernard for how, how well they were playing. Just yeah. saying, just saying. I, I agree. Like, I used to vote in the Pro Bowl. Honestly, I don't now because it just doesn't matter to me anymore. Like, it doesn't I've, mean anything. I vote for the Bills players that deserve it. Matt Milano, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, um, Tremaine Edmonds. Those are the four that have, like, full – and Jordan Poyer. Those are the five that have fully uh, deserved it. Yeah. I never had you vote for so in? I mm, – <laughs> Do I think he's a top – so you're asking basically is he a top 16 pass rusher in the NFL right now, and I would say no. Is that how – well, how many defensive ends go into the Pro Bowl, though? Well, well, ju- well I'm just – so two per team uh, – so two for the AFC, two for the NFC starting, and then I, then there's um, three alternates behind for each side. So the so question would be, is he a top five defensive end in the AFC? Yeah, and no. I Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, let's see how he finishes out this four-week stretch, though. Do, yeah, does like he finish with 14 sacks? Then, okay, I'll, he'll get every single vote of mine. Right. I mean, if he gets two sacks a game between here and on, that's 15 sacks on the season. That's Pro Bowl level right there. That, that's what I'm saying. So, but, How many times can you vote? As many times uh, as you find really? it. Yep. I, I Yeah, I don't think there's – well, like I said, I haven't done it in a couple of years. 
I, I feel like that there was something that said no more than 10. Okay. Oh, I voted way more than 10. Maybe, oh, maybe that's different then. I'll have to check it out. It's not like once a day or something like that. No. Once a week. No, no, no. You see, that's the other that's the other thing though. Like you shouldn't get more than one vote. Like <laughs> exactly. Well, this is why Tua gonna... is the leading vote getter. <laughs> yeah. And I and I saw that. And that was another reason why I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not wasting my time on the vote. I'm sorry. The Pro Bowl is, is garbage now. It has zero meaning. Like the only thing that matters, like the NFL um, top 100 players that it's voted on by the players that comes out every, like I think August, that to me is more viable than any Pro Bowl voting. Because that's coming agree. strictly from the players. Hey, you remember when they voted Mac Jones 85 above Von Miller and Tredavious White? Those were good times. Those were good yeah. times. I had a nice laugh when I saw that. Yeah, I, I yeah. The Pro Bowl needs to get back to where it was, but it, we're nowhere near the Pro Bowl, and we'll probably talk about that more when we do get we're to that point the point season. Well, yeah. they replaced the Pro Bowl with a flag football game, yeah. which will actually be entertaining. <laughs> I, it, that's what they're doing anyway. Now they just won't look like idiots wearing pads. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I don't know if you guys. You, y'all might not have even seen this. Uh, Uncle Joe probably remembers, though. Chime in if you do. Uh, in the summertime, they, they used to have this quarterback challenge where the guys would go out there and they would, you know, throw distance. They would throw it hitting at moving targets. Uh, yeah. The footballs had a little dusted, like, chalk on the, the tip of it. Uh, there were some the other video. challenges. Yeah, they used to do that, and I love the shit out of that. Like, I would watch that any day over the today's Pro Bowl. Like today's promo right. is just like what? What is that's not even football. <laughs> so you want to hear a little, fun little fact? Um, so my dad and uncle, uh, my dad's family grew up in Hawaii. He was a Navy brat, and so when the Pro Bowl was in Hawaii, my dad said it was like the best time of the year. He said it was just the coolest thing. So there you go, Uncle Joe. Shout out to your uh, Papa John's Navy days. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I gotta show you guys this really quick. So let me just put this out here. I don't know if you guys can you see what that is. No, maybe cigar. Cigar. Yeah, it is a cigar. Trying to read it. It's a. It's a. <laughs> it's well, there's nothing COVID. really to read. I mean, it's super small, but yeah. it's a. Um, it's from the Caribbean, Caribbean islands. A friend of mine gave it to me last week, and I don't smoke. I have smoked a couple of cigars in my time, and I used to smoke like a decade ago, but. So my what I decided to do with this is I'm going to hold on to it and I I will light it up when Buffalo wins the Super Bowl. All right. Now hopefully that happens this year because if I ha- have to hold on to this thing for more than that, it's probably going to taste pretty nasty. Yeah, you don't want to go bad. <laughs> no, I know. But what else am I going to do with it? Freeze it? <laughs> right. Put it in a jar. <laughs> but that's my plan. That's what I'm going to do with that. Um. And I would like to do it on the air, but you know my wife would probably not appreciate if I lit up a cigar yeah. in the house. Well, come on, Bill. Yeah, make it happen. You probably, <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't go over very well. <laughs> so I, I don't want to like harp on this Pro Bowl thing anymore because, like I said, I don't like the Pro Bowl. I hate it. We'll talk about it when we get to that point in the, in the season, uh, and hopefully we don't even have to talk about it then because we'll be too busy talking about Buffalo's upcoming Super Bowl game. Against right. the Cowboys. I'm telling you, I said it before the season, it's going to happen. Bills, Cowboys, Bills get the revenge. Yeah, them Eagles. I think so. Mean. Yep. Only team that can hey, take Eagles. out the Eagles is the Cowboys. The Cowboys are built right. to take out the Eagles. I can see that. You Aren't know, they? Cowboys are playing hot, you know. They, you know uh, isn't that coming up? Soon. Let's check. I'll check the schedule right now. Yeah, yeah check the schedule. Over this. ESPN schedule. Because uh, I, I want to say I thought it was like this weekend, but maybe not. No, it's so Philadelphia's playing Chicago. Next weekend. So, yep, Chicago and then then Dallas. The game is in Dallas. That's a December 24th, so it's a Christmas Eve game. And Dak, they I, did not have Dak last time they lost to the Eagles by nine. That's right. Yeah, and that's a 225 or 425 Eastern time uh, kickoff. I know Buffalo plays on the Christmas Eve. What time is our game? One o'clock. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. So um, we can watch the Bills, and then we can jump over and watch the Eagles. When or not, I, 
I don't have a preference one way or the other, to be honest with you. But um, I feel like the NFC has pretty much become, at this point, a two-horse race, and it's between those two. Well, uh, Brock Purdy played pretty good. Exactly. (laughs) What can Purdy do? Yeah, and since we're we're on the Bills and NFL news part, I think that's a good little jumping-off point there. Brock Purdy, guys, um, he showed up. Like, holy crap, is this the next – I don't even know what to compare him to. I don't want to say Tom Brady, just but I'm going to say that only because I, of the draft I, position. I'm, I'm thinking how when Kaepernick came in and, and got them to the playoffs or whatever. Or, well, Kaepernick was still a relatively high draft pick, wasn't he? I oh, I, yeah, I, I had never heard of Colin Kaepernick. Well, I I know who Colin Kaepernick was because he played for um, Nevada, who Boise State plays in because in the same conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen him plenty in in college. And, um, in fact, there was one game between the two teams that played. And I do believe Boise State was top 10 at the time, and Nevada was somewhere in the top 15 or 20. The game was insane. It was back and forth. I believe it was triple overtime. It was just nuts. (laughs) It was one of the wildest college games I've ever watched. So, But, anyways, yeah, I mean, Mr. Irrelevant has come in and – I think most people, myself right. included, wrote off the 49ers really after. <laughs> yeah, no. But I wrote him off afterwards, but then he, he, he played well. I put Purdy in that same category as like Mike White and Taylor Heineke. He's, I explained it to my dad and my wife on Thursday, and I'll, like, I'll tell you guys the same way. They don't know they're supposed to be bad, so they go out there and they're like, Let's do this. Let's like let's do it. You know, like who like cares? This beginner's luck thing. Not beginner's of... luck, but going out there and being like, "What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to bench right. me." Oh, they already tried that, and here I am. You know, they're too but, comfortable. Hey, yeah, like not. I mean, they're going out there and playing, not without care, but they're going out there and just like playing football. It seems like they don't over like when pe- players in that position aren't like they're not thinking about it too much. Know they're all right. This is a play. All right, I'll, I'll change play if I need to, and they just get the ball to their playmaker's hands and just don't throw an interception. You know, don't make the big mistake. And the Niners have done that with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, he has the most wins ever without throwing a passing touchdown. I think it's like he's like ten and zero without throwing a passing touchdown or something like that. So I mean, if they can do that yeah. with Jimmy Garoppolo, why can't they do that with Brock Purdy? Right. So I'm going to get to some of these comments here really quick and then back up a little bit, kind of going back to the Dallas and Philly. So Uncle Joe here, as long as Dak doesn't give the game away, they have a chance on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, I honestly have not watched that much of the Cowboys or the Eagles for that matter, but other than when they're on prime time. But Dak's played pretty well this year. Uh, aside, obviously, from when he got hurt, he didn't play at all. But uh, that game is going to be fun, I think. I think it's going to be a whole lot of back and forth. And then some other ones here. Scott, I'll get to the Vikings comment here shortly, but I did want to – so Kaepernick was a third-round pick, and that Boise State game I was referring to with Kaepernick, and we had that was when we had Kellen Moore with our quarterback. Uh-uh. It was six overtimes. Six overtimes. That game was just nuts. I don't know. I should remember that because I, like, I remember watching Kellen Moore at Boise State. I loved Boise State because he had the blue field. He used to play with you all the time in NCAA. <laughs> We still have that blue field. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, in fact, we have. Um, I, I believe um, have blue field. <laughs> well, that's where I was going to. Boise State has actually copyrighted the blue, so nobody can do it at any college or anywhere. Eastern Washington a has a red blue. field. Yes, I've seen the red field. A different blue. Yeah, the it's Eastern Oregon. Kind of they called it the Inferno. That's kind of catchy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Eh. But everybody wants to copy us. But um, if you ever get a chance to see that game between Kaepernick and Moore, I'm sure it's probably on YouTube or something. You should check it out. It was a wild game. Nevada did end up pulling that out. If I remember correctly, our our kicker missed a field goal. Um, And uh, poor guy, death threats and the whole whole thing, which is another issue. Yeah. But um, so this is this comment from Scott here. This kind of going back to what I said about the NFC being a two-horse race, but then with kind of threw in the 49ers. I I know I the, Vikings the Vikings are good. Defense. I I just I just don't well 
we've talked about it a couple of times. We've referred, made the reference of primetime. Well, the whole playoffs is nothing but primetime. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, Kirk Cousins does once they get in there. Because they're going. We know that. Oh, well, yeah. Um, You're 10 and 3. 10 and – wait. Oh, yeah, because they did lose. That's right. So, yeah, 10 and 3. Um, I, I guess if they get it together, you know, at you know down the stretch or whatever, that I, they have a talent, especially offensively. I don't think there's any question they have a talent to keep up with anybody in the league. But, yeah, the defense – uh, the defense and then Kirk Cousins, even when they played us, Kirk Cousins threw two interceptions in that game. He didn't play well. He tried to um, give it away. He won yeah. that game, but he also tried to give it away, which is the definition of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he won the game. That game was won by Justin Jefferson. Like making ridiculous freaking catches sure. because Kirk Cousins just threw it up to him. Here, <laughs> go make a play for me, which is what you do when you have a guy like Justin Jefferson. Exactly. Like, for that. Yep. Well, it sounds but, like they got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. They lost to the Lions. Yeah. Teams could I'm not saying the Lions are a bad team. I, I, I'm going to go back. Too, just as easy. Or, or yeah. I, at the beginning of the season, I made a bold prediction that the Lions would make the playoffs. And then they fell a one and seven. I was like, well, I guess that didn't work out. But now they're what, six and seven? Something they're right like back that. in it. Right back in it. I'm sorry. So like, I have okay. To, I have to root against that. My wife's team is the seventh seed. Well, Washington. Yeah, I know. And I'm sorry. But hey, after some after Sunday, <laughs> I want my bold prediction to come true. <laughs> after Sunday, either them or the Giants are basically going to be out of the playoffs. So because they tied last game and the commanders were on a bye last week. So this Sunday's a big Not game a for the NFC East. Not a tie. I don't think the Giants are making it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that fire's starting to burn out a little bit. I'd like um, to oh, it burned out a long time ago. Fans. Well, I dangled like Jones it's not even smoking it. anymore. There's no embers. There's no smoke. No. There's who, there's who, nothing. Who peed on the fire? <laughs> yeah, I, what is, I think I they lost five Jones of their last did. six or something like that. Something, but it's just it's just <laughs> Daniel Jones. You know, Daniel's doing the best he can with him, and he's Daniel Jones is not having a terrible season. He's just he's not. not that good. That's all there is to I it. Think, I think he can be a Heineke or um, Mike White. White. Mike White. They just, they need to build around him. They have no weapons outside of Barkley. Like Galladay, they're paying him an enormous amount of money to do nothing. Okay, so did you know they have the most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL? Yeah. Uh, That's insane. And their best receiver is Isaiah Hodgins from the Bills practice squad. Who I picked up on my fantasy team. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Hey, hey, I mean, they got to throw it to somebody, and he's been been making plays for him. So um, he's out there too now, right? (laughs) Who? We're talking about Beasley getting in the end zone. He he must be available in some fantasy leagues. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going on that one. I mean, I'm not a tough one. Staying far away from yeah. me and John Brown. I, I jumped in. The, <laughs> I jumped on the Hodges train because he's all they got to throw it to. Yeah. And, and Daniel Jones, and they do have a little bit of a connection. He called a touchdown last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was one other comment in here. Oh yeah. So going back to the. Brock Purdy, Scott again. Pretty had a good game, but can't say he's going to be that good all the time. And maybe not. I do think there is something to be said for there's zero tape on this guy right now, and and that does help a young player when they're first coming out on the field. Like nobody really knows anything about him. Um, so we'll, we'll be interested to see how they do going forward. Um, you guys continue the conversation. I'm going to go look up their schedule because I'm curious to who the Niners have down the stretch here. Uncle Joe is not wrong about this. Saquon, <laughs> Saquon is all the Giants got. You know, I mean, yeah. they had. It seemed like they had an up and coming tight end in Daniel Bellinger until someone tried to gouge his eyes out a couple like a month ago. I don't know if you guys saw that live, but like that yeah. was that was scary. Like someone faced really him, yeah. but the finger went yeah. like their fingers went in and like when like he was on his hands and knees and like you. It, I 
hoping it was spit, but like this white stuff came out and like, ah. he, he, he left the game, went straight to the hospital. He didn't fly home with the team. Wow. Um, I mean, Darius Slayton's starting to coming out, starting to come on with him to be a wide receiver for him, but he, he gets one or two He's catches a game. Yeah, he gets one or two catches start. a game down the, fi- down the field for about 50 yards. Well, yeah, so this is, the, this is the 49ers schedule. They finish out with Seattle, then Washington, then Las Vegas, then Arizona. Those are all. What games do you think uh, they lose? None. I don't see them losing any of those. They could, obviously, but I just I don't see it. Zona just got a lot easier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet. I mean, they they weren't that good to begin with, and now without him, they're even worse. I bet they have. um, They lose to Washington. Oh, come on. Hey. You're, you're and, just saying that because you want no, Ronnie back. No, so that's not just a stuck up. That's a game that, like, the Bills almost losing to the Lions, something like that, you know, or if we lose to the Bears on Christmas Eve. You know, that's – it's a doesn't seem like as much of an important game in between a bunch of much more important games. Like, we have the Bears between two AFC – two AFC games or three AFC games. Yeah. I do think that there's a greater chance of Washington winning that game than there is of the Bears beating line or the, the Bills. But, <clears throat> I mean, could they lose these games? Yeah, they could lose to Las Vegas, who sometimes shows up and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they show up for three quarters and then they lose in the fourth quarter. Like, they are so fresh. I, <laughs> speaking of the Raiders, I watched them last week, Thursday night, and I thought, all right, good. Here we go. They're, they're playing well. You know, my wife is a Raiders fan, so I, I root for them. I don't know if I've been more mad at a non-Bills team. And I don't know when. Like, the way they lost against, like, are you kidding me? Like, Dude, it's, it's all Josh McDaniels or whatever, Josh McDaniel. I, I just don't. My One of my best friends is, is in my wedding is a Ra- diehard Raiders fan. And the day he hired, they hired McDaniels, he was like, I hate him. He goes, I absolutely hate him. That's and I was yeah. like, dude, I, I was like, I like him. I was like, I think he could work. And I texted him like right when the season started. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought maybe they were starting to kind of figure things out because I think they won with three straight for maybe it's four, three or four in a row. I was like, all right, here we go. They're they're finally figuring things out. They're coming around. They're going to get Renfro and Waller back here within the next week or two. Uh, perfect time for, you know, uh, maybe sneak into the, the back door of the playoffs or whatever. But then that loss, man, like, come on. However, I will say this. I do think, and I feel like the refs helped down, helped the uh, that loss out because when they threw that that uh, personal foul, when he knocked the ball out of uh, Mayfield's yeah, hands. that was. Come on. that We see that every single week in every single game. Like it happened in the Bills game. I, One of our guys knocked it out of his hands. Did you see that? Tredavious White. Tredavious White. Yeah, he knocked it out of his hands. Like, oh, no flag. Huh, interesting. Timing. Timing is everything in life, Papa Ron. You're supposed to give I've, us this kind of advice. It's all about exactly. timing. It's. I've never seen a flag thrown for knocking the ball out of their hands. It was Nothing a pivotal, hasn't happened. It was a pivotal time in the game. I, yeah. That's why, I, that's why I got called. Tredavious White did it in the middle of the second quarter. Nobody cared. I I'm on your side, but I'm I'm just telling you. Doesn't what sound I think like it. Hey, man, I'm <laughs> telling you from the ref's perspective, Papa Ron. <laughs> Sounds like a lame excuse. I, I was so frustrated. Number one with that call, but my wife even told me after the game, she's like, "That is not the Bills. Why are you so mad?" Because <laughs> like, I just, why did they lose that way? Like, come on. I get heated for Washington too. I watch them like when when they're on, the Bills aren't on. I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, I'll buy yeah. into this cute little football team. Absolutely, come on and God damn it, I can get behind Taylor Heineke, man. Like I, I yeah, love I watching that kid play. Yeah, he, he's fun to watch. Uh, kind of along those same lines, Mike White. I I didn't have an perfect or an opinion of him one way or the other, but the way he played, well, not even so much the way he played, but the way he gutted out that that game. Was impressive. I mean, you got to give him props and kudos for that. Um, the flip side of that, though, after the game, and I heard that he actually was placed into a, an ambulance and taken to the hospital to potential internal bleeding. I'm like, 
wait a minute. <laughs> you let this guy go out there in the field still, and he's like maybe bleeding all over the place internally. I can't hey, even have to put him in an ambulance and rush him to the hospital <clears throat> and you let him play. Hey, Tua didn't know his ass from his elbow and they let him go back in the football game. <laughs> that is a problem. Like these coaches and these staffs, they need to like, okay, there's something wrong here. You're not going back out there until we make sure you're okay. And well, that's why that they means- put in that's so why they put in the rule for the physical ailments, did they the find concussion anything? test. Did they say he's okay or bruised? I, bruised I haven't bruised. heard. From what I've seen, it's just bruised ribs. But that's why they put in the in the new concussion protocol the physical ailments. If it looks yeah. like, even if you're like, I'm fine, you pass all the tests, but you come up wobb- wobbly, you're not going back in the game, you know. Yeah. So hopefully that helps. That unless you're two in that game. Yeah, unless you're well, Tua in that game. That game is why they changed the rule, though. And then the next week when he bounced his head off the turf again and got all seizure-like. for two. Yeah. Like, that was honestly – I don't like the Dolphins, obviously. None of us do. But that moment, seeing him lay on the field in the position the way he was, that was, that was scary. I felt yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've seen someone literally get their neck broke on a football field, getting helicoptered. It's not – a pretty sight like to see yeah. someone get taken off a football no. field in an ambulance it's scary no matter yeah. what team you, you root for what team you're playing against yeah because it just kind of yeah. brings everything back to the field and and the, what if these guys are doing on the field i you don't ever know what could happen to somebody from one play to the next um yeah. you know and that's one reason why i get so frustrated with people on social media that want to at players leave these guys alone man they're putting everything they can out there on the field. They're giving it their all. They're trying their best. They're doing their best. It's not always going to work out. They and I'm sorry, Joe Schmo sitting on the couch does not know the game better than whoever's on the field. I, it's just they don't. I don't they know. They dedicate their lives to this game. They sacrifice everything to play this mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So, like quite they literally. do. I, I, mean, a, I mean, look at Eric Wood. He, he would probably still be playing right now had he not gotten that neck injury. And they basically told mm-hmm. him, I mean, you can keep playing if you want, but if this happens again, you could be paralyzed. That's the kind of risk that these guys do out on the field. I understand they're making a shit ton of money. I get that. But is your life and your livelihood worth any amount of money? Is there – and it's what everybody says. What's the difference between $60 million and $40 million? You know, I mean, yes, $20 million. To me and you – you hand us here's forty million, here's sixty million. Which one do you want? We're gonna say sixty million, but we're not gonna be, dis- be disappointed if we're handed forty million dollars. No. You know Thank what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you make enough money eventually. You know where you're like, all right, like I fulfilled my dream, I've made my money, my family set, my my great 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 grandkids are gonna be set. Like let's now let's actually enjoy this. You know, and that's yeah. why I respected Andrew Luck when he retired. When he did, that dude was beat to piss. I mean, the Colts did him like zero favors, never got him an offensive line. And he was like, you know what? I'm not going to come out of here, this league of vegetable. Like, I, I, I want to do something, you know, with my life, with my brain. And so I, when he left, I was like, kudos to you, man. Like, you, you're looking big picture. You've made a decent amount of cash. So yeah. get out when you can. Yeah. Which, as fans, it's too bad, especially if you're Colts fans. But yeah, Absolutely. I mean, Totally get it. He basically weighed his options like, you know what? My future with the family is is more important. And uh, this kind of goes back to a little bit of, so all this week there's been a lot of chatter on social media about, you know, respect for, for women, respect for the players, stop coming at people on a personal level and all of that stuff. And I even tweeted out there, because like, I've heard people say, well, I buy tickets and I buy merchandise, so I have a right. No, you don't. No, you <laughs> nothing don't. in this world You're gives you the right to belittle to support someone. The team. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it, it, if the team isn't living up to your standards, then stop buying the merchandise and go find somebody somebody else. Yeah. Yep. That, that's yep. how I look at. It. Like, stop with the BS. Stop with the personal attacks. Mm-hmm. Or else you're like, just choosing to be miserable. What's the sense? yeah? Greg, <laughs> this is pointed at you, Greg. This is all about you, Greg. <laughs> there are some guys. there are some people out there that does not it, it seems like no yeah. matter what the bills do they're just not happy they're going to find something to nitpick and it's yeah, it's annoying like 
and this is another thing that I kind of brought up, I think a week or two ago, or maybe it was even this week. I don't remember. The weeks just run together sometimes, but I, people complaining about this season and how things are going. Yeah, here we are. We're 10 and three. We're at the top of the division, top of the conference. We have, we're playing the second toughest schedule in all of the league. We play in arguably the best division in the league. You can make an argument from the NFC East. Um, the injuries, Von Miller, Micah Hyde, like this team is battling through some adversity this year that they have not, I haven't seen them go through in quite some time. And, but that could be a good thing. That kind of thing can bring the team together, make them rise up, just like we were talking about earlier with Von Miller going out and how the defensive line stepped up this week. Like, we got your back, Von. He's got those guys fired up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a back to practice today. Oh, you know, it was yeah. he and Beasley coming in at the same day. You know, practice was hot today. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see the meme? I saw it earlier this week. It was uh, uh, so that the, the first picture had Von Miller or had the name Von Miller on the back, and it was a splinter from the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And he's walking with the four smaller Ninja oh, Turtles yeah. with his hands oh, yeah. on their yeah. back, and it's the defensive line. Yeah, and then the bottom one was reverse of it with their all of them having their hands on the back of Von Miller, like we got you. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. That was cool. All right, we're we're getting along here, so yeah, keys to the victory might go. Man, you're putting the pressure on me. I got to do keys to the right. victory and a score prediction. Yep, hit it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what wins us this football. Good game. answer. <laughs> I mean. I think it's going to be a similar game to the Jets game. You know, we're going to have to keep the pressure on. D-line's going to have to show up again. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of a lot of ground. It's going to be slow. Uh, but uh, your... I don't know. I'm going, to, I'm going to do more of the prediction than the than the keys to victory because I'm not. I mean, I, I like I said, it's pretty much just just going to be the same sort of game. I think. Um, but for scores, since you let me go first, and I thought about this, and I'm glad no one got to take uh, <laughs> steal my score from me, I'm going to go 24-17 Bills. And, Pop uh, on. Go ahead. No hot takes, just straight up nope. win. No hot 24-17. takes. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go next, Casey? Because I took your score and you got all mad at me. All right, I'll go next. <laughs> I'm going to go 31 31- 24 Miami and my key is going to be actually wait 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 did you er, say Miami oh, oh, sorry 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 against <laughs> you're Miami. joking right against Miami I was about I'm to sorry. say I need a new host uh, <laughs> yeah. <it> <laughs> um I wrote that down too wrong with you. <laughs> I think I think Josh Allen's gonna find a rhythm I know it's supposed to be crappy weather Tua hasn't played in this kind of weather yet um, Two ain't got the arm to play in this weather. He no, barely has no. the arm to play in the dry weather. And does, and and is is Raheem Mostert really going to be able to carry a lot of the workload? Um, to like keep the Bills' offense off the field and keep getting gaining first downs. I mean, I know they have Tyreek Hill, and he's going to make a play. He didn't even have the ball last game, and he scored a touchdown. <laughs> like, it's oh, don't get me on good, that. I know. I did it on purpose. He's gonna find a. Way, he's yeah. just going to find a way to score, like to get his. That's what great yeah. players do. He's going to get his, but that means you have to limit the rest of the team. And with Jalen Waddle kind of hobbled a little bit, there's not much trust uh, between Tua and Mike Gesicki. Um, I think this is going to be sort of a more high-scoring game, um, and I I think Buffalo is going to pull it out. Buffalo is going to pull it out. <laughs> 30 31 24 so you yes, got 30 sir. or 31 24 mike you said 24 17 yep right okay so i'm going to put this up there really quick even though it's not a score prediction but you know uncle joe has some thoughts pressure two or three interceptions for the d 35 oh there's a score 35 13 dolphins d not as good as the jets um i, I agree with I, that. I honestly i promise you uncle joe and i did not have a conversation before the show i absolutely agree with that spot on because <laughs> this you hear about quarterbacks when they're not playing well having a, a get right game a get right game is typically against a bad team <laughs> two is going up against arguably one of the best defenses in football um a, a, a front four that's going to get after him like Milan was probably going to snap him in half too 
Um, I, I see the turnovers again. coming. I see the turnovers coming from Tua again. He had, I Guys, believe, he had three interceptions last week, three picks, and I think he fumbled as well. I mean, four turnovers in the one game. Um, and and the Niners' defense is legit. They are for real as well. Um, are they as good as Buffalo or vice versa? I don't know. They might be better. I, that I mean, that's really a toss up. Uh, so. Yeah, um, but because he said 35-13, I'm going to change it and say 31-10. How about that? I'll go 31-10. I like 31, it. 31-10. Yeah, see, we're on the same page. <laughs> I like Uncle Joe. <laughs> well, he, you live closer to him than you li- than you do to me, so you should go hang out with him. <laughs> he lives in Indiana. I, oh, now I'm that much closer. <laughs> like hey, in man. Between. hey, man, it's like half a day for you. <laughs> that's not that's that funny bad. no no not that bad all right so we're going to go ahead and close this out i actually there's um i believe our my dinner has just been delivered to the door i hear dogs nice. and i hear yeah so <laughs> we're going to wrap this up uh we appreciate everybody's support hey listen if you're on youtube please hit the subscribe button hit the like button share it if you're on uh, any other uh, podcast platform whether it's podcast apple podcast spotify whatever Please hit the like, the follow, the subscribes, all of that fun, fun stuff. And also, what are you pointing at? The I think the button's over there somewhere. <laughs> subscribe button. <laughs> oh, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Subscribe. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, there. It's there somewhere on the screen, folks. Um, <laughs> also, we have a Facebook group. It's called uh, the Mafia Cast, Buffalo Bills fans. Um, it, we've been adding new members every day almost. So jump over there. Uh, bring us in some more people so we can you know chit chat and talk bills football all week long um so i think with that we're out of here you guys got anything you want to add come look for me and mike we're going to the game we're this weekend mafia we'll be there possibly ronnie papa ron might make an appearance too we don't know but if he is you'll see him trust we're me. gonna try this again all guess. right i'm looking forward to it <laughs> i i, I right. better see something on the, the national telecast yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna do everything we can. Trust me. <laughs> All right, yeah, the the mafia cast. We are out of here. Go Bills. Go, Go Bills. Bills.